to give res show respect to the audience and respect your own business. It was a way to protect it. Ladies and gentlemen, heels and faces, casual wrestling fans, and all you smart marks, I am Mr. Richie Moon. And I'm Kayfabe AJ. And I'm Kayfabe Focus. And this is Kayfabe Avenue. And tonight we're going to talk about a little bit of AEW. A little bit of the AEW. So, I mean, I'm going to say this straight up off the gate. We're going to talk Will about Dynamite. Do you? We're going to talk about a little bit of Dynamite. We're going to talk about, you know, just AEW in general. 2020 has really been the year that AEW, for me personally, I feel like this is what AEW, this is kind of what I always envisioned it to look like. Like, the way the, the way they're riding now, this is kind well, of the way. Well, I wouldn't hope so with the empty arena shows. Well, looking like Steve, Ring of Honor. Steve, Steve Carino, <laughs> Steve, Steve Carino virus on a normal On a normal day. On a normal day. Ring of Honor on a normal day. Pre-corona. Yo, I forgot about Ring of Honor. <laughs> like, yeah. I legit forgot about Ring of Honor as a record label, as a, a staff record label, and as a motherfucking crew. Yeah. <laughs> I literally forgot about Ring of Honor. I literally forgot that company existed. <laughs> like, I you know what happened? There was a paradigm shift called AEW. <laughs> yeah. Bro. Like, and they just had a Mandela effect and just faded away. Is that what happened? Did it go into the same uh, boxes I think they, like Kofi? I think definitely Mandela affected Ring of Honor. Did it go into the same Kofi Mandela effect? Like, yeah. at this point, was there ever a Ring of Honor? Like, was there really a Ring of Honor? AEW now. Drake! Drake! <laughs> all, all jokes aside, though, you know, Ring of Honor has definitely churned out, like, all our favorites that are yeah. anywhere. WWE, AEW. Everywhere. But, yeah. They just have the arena shows reminiscent of Ring of Honor shows before Corona. So coronavirus. Yeah, man. But you know what? I think AEW has handled the empty arena shows better than WWE. They do you? Hundred percent. They just lean into it. It's like, yo, we know what's going on in the world, so we're gonna have our wrestlers at the side. They're gonna be the audience and. We're going to have Cody on commentary. We're going to have Chris Jericho on commentary. We're going to have Jimmy Havoc on commentary. People who have actually been paying attention to these shows and actually watched AEW on a consistent basis, the reason why there's still wrestlers in the crowd is because they were smart enough to think long-term and recorded enough episodes to last a few months. And they're at a, whatchamacallit, they're at QT Marshall's gym. Yep. So, like, it's like they're not really inconveniencing anybody by being there, you know? If I was dumb, I, if I was Tony Khan, I'd create, like, a small city inside middle of America, away from, every, from, away from all the cities, and just have everybody take there for a couple months. I mean, look at what they're doing with BTE, though. I don't understand with how the, he couldn't repurpose the Jaguar Stadium as a way to Cause it's help a, screening. Because it's, it's, it's a coronavirus testing site. Yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's that's the re- that's the main reason why that's actually not, pretty cool of them. So that, that's that's why they they're not using the jack the the Jaguar Stadium. I think it's better that they do it where QT more because it, it's secluded and like fans probably will try to like, you know, fans will autographs. They want to just see the the boys and the girls, so they'll they'll try to go down there and see them. Where they're at is, you know, apparently secluded. Nobody knows where they're at. So. Uh. They've been they they lost this last week in, in the ratings. Did they? Yeah. 
probably a thousand. About a thousand. But they was the intro, most hilarious intro mom, thing. Man. Intro mom, man. The most hilarious thing I see on the internet is people who really touting this as a win or loss in any other direction. The fact that they both, well, AEW lost about 300, almost 300K worth yeah. of cat of uh, consistent uh, viewers. Yeah. That's a loss for everybody because... People at home, but they're not watching. They're not watching it anymore, and it's because of the state of, you know, the empty arena shows, and you know, some people that makes or breaks the product for a lot of people. But AEW, if anything, they've excelled in in a lot of what they're doing. They've actually been doubling up on showcasing indie talent that never really got a rise. Yeah. Um. Period. They're not signed to AEW. They're just showcasing people who, you know, need the help. Mm-hmm. During this crisis, they might be, they might be, yeah, it's, in it's, AW it's, in the it's, re- it's really cool that AEW is showing like the indie stars that lost bookings and everything. And you know, even though they're, they're it's squash matches, you know, it still gives them lots of exposure. Hey, a squash match in a in an empty gym that nobody's ever really gonna see or remember. And compared to doing a squash match and dynamite and dynamite on TNT in front of a national audience, so yeah. a huge and who, difference. And who knows that they might be those might be future AEW guys. Their their story might be told. Yeah, I didn't mind during the coronavirus. Yeah, I that during the pandemic and yeah. the, the fact that I was willing to work during this time. Well, I think I I, I like what AEW is doing. Like you know, you never we took. I guess we took us for granted, man. Wrestling. Without actually seeing Punk actually comments on this, talking about how he kind of can't even watch wrestling. I can't stand seeing Punk. This this version of CM Punk we got, like after he left WWE and like <laughs> the way he treats wrestling, I can't stand this CM Punk. Mm. It's hypocritical to everything we thought he was when he was trying to be the voice of the voiceless for wrestling. But we got wrestlers that. and wrestling fans. But we got that already, though. We got the voice of the voiceless. We're talking about the voice of the voiceless. AEW turned out to be the voice of the voiceless. They're voice. the real and, voice and, of the and, voiceless. And manifested, I think, bigger than any of us could have really thought. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, let's get on to a little bit of the dynamite. A little bit of the dynamite. Man, listen. Chris Jericho, when he laces up the boot, when he, when he hangs up the boots and retires that jersey... This guy definitely needs to do commentary. It was La Champion. And this was the first episode of him on commentary, right? Yeah. I mean, he's done commentary before, but this is the first full. He was on, on commentary. Dynamite, yeah. yeah it, was just, it was him and Tony the entire night, and they were hilarious. Yeah, and they killed it. He shows, killed it. He shows how somebody should do uh, commentary while also maintaining the proper storyline. Cody's a great uh, commentator. But the fact that he wants to stick to his babyface persona, even when his enemies are in the ring, he's praising them like they have no rivalry going on. I that kind of took away from the experience. Jericho's like he leans into it. He gives you praise in like a backhanded way, like yeah. So it works. There's no way to maintain a a face appearance and have a rivalry and still put that person over. Like Cody just look dumb. Yeah, Cody should be there's coming no, from a place there's no, like there's no this way. guy's good in the ring, but this is what makes what I makes see. him suffer there, as there, a wrestler. There's no way. There's no way why Cody being on commentary commenting on Sammy Guevara's match, mind you, him and him and Sammy Guevara 
have a storyline of Sammy trying to take Brandy away from him, there's no reason why he should be giving him compliments after compliments. You're complimenting the guy who's trying to take your wife. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense at all. It, yeah, ma- it makes it makes Cody look like a simp. Exactly, and that's what that's what was detrimental to Cody being announcing and why Jericho being on announcing is refreshing because Tony Schiavone's not a heel commentator. It works better. It works better when you have a heel because con- yeah, exactly yeah. they bounce off of each other. I see, so I see where you're coming from. When Cody mm-hmm. did it, it was face face. So it's like you didn't have that snarky opposition to you know opinions. I personally do like. Cody on commentary, just because he just knows a lot about. Re- I mean, I see where y'all are coming from, but he just knows so much about wrestling. Just like a lot of the references he be making, but oh my gosh, like I didn't even. God damn it! Like some of them I know, and some of them I don't. But it's just like I like to when he does that. I was like, oh well, what is that? Let me go look that up or whatever. But I, I definitely see where y'all are coming from. But Chris Jericho is definitely the heel face commentary dynamic always. Always works better. So, uh, Dynamite, Wednesday Night Dynamite started off with Jake the Snake cutting a promo. And listen, I think if Jake the Snake was telling everybody to like practice practice social distancing and stay there inside, I think everybody would actually stay inside because he's a scary, scary man. Like his voice, his voice isn't as deep as it was, but like the way he just says things is just. He just he says it like a killer, man. I just I just like you know, and he's saying he's kind of saying the same stuff, you know. Putting over Lance Archer, saying that you know Cody's kind of scared of him. Um, he reminds me of um, Old Snake from Metal Gear right now. <laughs> Honestly, look and sound wise, yeah. Yeah, he's a he just he just he just sounds scared. And I, I I heard he he was able to move back to DDP's uh um home under conditions and such. Good, good. Because you know he was trapped in Atlanta or something like that. Yeah, I think he was like trapped like in a hotel, like not trapped in a hotel, but like, you know, you know, the shutdown and all that. So that's dope. And then Lance Arch came out for this squash match. I don't even remember the guy. He was he was one of these indie guys that they give Dude, chances to. I've never so you, like he did like you know you do like a belly to belly over head belly to belly. He did like a choke slam belly he just grabbed him and just like I think we're also kind of underselling this AEW Dynamite because before this this uh show they actually announced the TNT championship and the TNT championship tournament and this was the first night of that tournament with Cody going I mean it was the main event you know we yeah gonna, I mean but we weren't gonna like we weren't though, gonna forget about it <laughs> Archer Archer is also on the opposing bracket, so okay, okay, it okay. could come out to be Archer ending up against Cody the it, way it's set up. It definitely could be. It definitely could be. His uh, uh, Lance's first uh, opponent is going to be uh, Boom Boom Coke Cabana. And I just want to, yo, Coke Cabana and Kenny Omega on BTE are just ridiculous. Are they? They're just ridiculous. Just like... I mean, sometimes that comedy is not funny, but like when it's funny, it's kind of funny. Like it's like if you like Japanese anime, you will kind of like you you kind of like that kind of comedy. Like because that's what's kind of Kenny reminiscent has, of it. Has a very a personality like Jericho, but he's more he's not as hit as Jericho is. Like he's hit or miss. I think it's to some people because I think if you really like Japanese anime, then you really like Kenny Omega's comedy because yeah. I like I, being a big fan of Naruto and seeing Kenny Omega's comedy, I get it. 
That's yeah. I mean, that's when you Jap- put it like that, that definitely makes sense. It's more of like that's more of their humor. Like you know what I'm saying? That's like more of Japanese humor, and it's it, it's funny. You know what I'm saying? If you get it, it, it's funny. You know? Do you get it? Like like do 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 you get it? You get it? Do do you get it? Really? Do you, do you get it? <laughs> you ever seen Forgiving Sarah Marshall? Yeah, like that's one of my favorite movies. Yo, I fucking love that. All right, what's about that off air? But God, I watched that shit. Did you did you get it? Like did you, did did you get it? I got it. I got it. <laughs> said, no, did you listen to my CD? No, I just continued on living my life and that's it. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Just so <laughs> fucked up. I just, I just continued just living my life. And... Nah, I like I like that dude's brand of comedy. Yeah, oh, so dry, super dry. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. We'll talk about that uh, another time. So I think, um, obviously, it was a squash match. Uh, but the next match up was Doctor Britt Baker versus Sheeta. I love Doctor Britt Baker. Was, how was probably one of the squash match? That wasn't a no, squash. No, 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 no. I was about Lance Archer. I was about Lance yeah, Archer. Yeah. Oh, that was squash. No, 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 both of their best matches Sheeta, in the AW. Oh my gosh, Sheeta. Sheeta's been it, putting Sheeta on showed consistent. Me. I, I'm, I'm sold on Sheeta yeah. based on her social media. Yo, her she social can, media is dope. Oh, yo, she's dope. Her social media she's is dope. she's a close player too. Yeah, so she, 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 good, like, she's won at the time that match. It was seven out of And her, she's Kenny's my, ex-girlfriend from what I heard. Really? That's what I heard. I thought Kenny only had ex-boyfriends. No, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's bi. bi. Oh. Um, supposedly, yeah, supposedly. Like, I don't supposedly. know. I've only Maybe. ever seen Allegedly. him with Kota Ibushi. Mm, oh, we don't hang out with and, and Rio. Every Rio. And Michael Nakazawa. Nakazawa. We're gonna get to Nakazawa. So at this time, she won seven out of her eight last matches. But after she beat Doctor Britt Baker, she won obviously eight out of her last nine. But this was a really can we talk about how Doctor Britt Baker got match. bust open midway and it's made it look so much better. It, it did. This was like she's working as a I heel. Won't, I won't compare it to a Stone Cold Bret Hart moment, but this was. Her kind that, of that, that, that was her that. that was her Daman moment. Because this is their Becky moment. This was, this was Becky even moment. even with her bleeding. This was probably her best work match. And yes. like she was still, she got her here. They had their moments because obviously you know the the Japanese female talent kind of has a hard time with the communication aspect for with the American talent. They had a few spots where I noticed like there was probably like a miscommunication which was. One of the spots that led to her getting busted open, but it was good. Yeah. Like it was oh. hard hitting. It was such a good like, shit. Brett didn't let that. Uh, Britt Baker didn't let that stop her. Like she she used it to her advantage and was selling it on the camera. So she's yo. She's the face of. She is the face of. I mean, seriously, I, Britt Baker could make an argument that she is the face of the AEW Women's Division. She's probably the most popular. Woman she's, on the division. She's more. She's more in in the camera and more has more screen time than the actual champion right now. And she is a doctor. She's a dentist. By the way, she is a dentist. By the way, if you didn't know, she is a dentist. Is she? Every time we, they talk about how they mention that shit. Do you? Yeah, but I, I agree with you. This is like this is this is really a Britt Baker like coming out moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, Paolo, such good shit. Like, and in wrestling wise, I think this is her best. Her working as a heel, her working this kind of style format in the ring. This is really going to benefit her and going future. This is a young gal too, so she got lots and lots of years to uh, fine tune her craft. 
Next up, oh, obviously, Sheeta took the victory. Next up, we had a skit with uh, Kenny Omega and Michael Naka 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 Nakazawa. So they're like, I guess, like in the back of the trailer. Were they? And I, I think so. <laughs> I think I, I. Okay. So hold on. Okay. So 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 Michael Nakazawa and Kenny Omega are best friends. And Kenny Omega and Michael Nakazawa were tag team oh, tonight. Yeah, I like this whole setup. It's <laughs> hilarious. And then, and, and so Michael Nakazawa was like, "No, we're gonna be the best friends." And then he's just like, "And Kenny Omega's like, nah, we got a team called the Best Friends." And Michael's like, "Nah, but you're the VP. You know what I'm saying? So you can, you know, Nakazawa pretty much gets Kenny was head filled with that thought of, you know what? He could, he is the president. He could probably take. He's like, yeah, take yeah. that name. <laughs> and then out comes Orange Cassidy from his bathroom. And they're in their own private trailer. And he's like, he heard the whole thing, opens the door, the real best, best friends come in. So he he heard everything. the whole thing. thing. <laughs> you want you want the best friend's name? We'll fight you for it, all right? We'll fight for it. And I, it, was, it was a good uh, setup. They've been yeah. dealing with the best friends and um, okay, Hangman and Kenny. I yeah. think Hangman couldn't make it to yeah, this. Yeah, Hang- Hangman. Yeah, Hangman hasn't been there for the Hangman. I don't think Hangman's traveling, and that's the thing, they, they get the options. Like some wrestlers just don't. They don't want to travel during this. He's so. watching. He's watching yeah. Tiger. Uh, no, King right now. You supposed to? He's going to try Tiger King right now. He's on Tiger King. Yeah. Oh, he is on. Oh, we gotta Yo, talk about that. He oh, his face. he shaved his face. Oh yeah. Oh, we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about that. That shit was funny too. So I like this match. I thought it just went. I thought it went a bit too long. Uh, I thought this match went went a bit too long. But Michael Nakazawa was a dirty, dirty dog, isn't he? That that move is not. I would not. That move is not cool. I mean, I'm pretty sure he has other boxers on, but that just looks so nasty. <laughs> it looks oh, so nasty. nasty. Oh, that's, yeah. nasty. that's nasty. That's nasty. That's nasty. He pulls off. He pull off his like his jock string. He pulls up on your face. Oh, that just looks. It looks so unsanitary and nasty. <laughs> I don't like it especially at all. During the coronavirus. Especially during especially during a little bit of the Rona. I don't like it at all. No. <laughs> I don't like it at all. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> but the best friends win this match. I think they should have. A, a, a well-oiled tag team should always beat two singles competitors you know so even if one of the competitors is the tag team champion argue maybe the best wrestler in the world you know listen the funny thing is um sean spears tells nakazawa uh impressed me nakazawa i still need a tag team partner yeah yeah so that was a funny way to you know deal with nakazawa but also a good way to keep that storyline spinning as far as who eventually is going to be Sean Spears? Who's going to be the partner. left hand to his right hand? <laughs> he is a good hand. <laughs> he is a good hand. That's fine. God, people get smashed over the head for saying things like that. Focus. The so, hey, those, are, those aren't my which, words. Which, by the way, they were actually making a good point to showcase over the night. The rivalry between Sean Spears and Cody Rose leading to the yes. match. So they have this picture. It's good, so good dope. packages about the the rivalry. Um, you know the whole way Sean Spears even became the chairman. They so have they have this definitely really worth cool picture. A watch if you missed it. We'll pick up good recaps and good uh, storyline development. It's just tonight. it kind of it kind of uh, it kind of led into the theme of what I was about to get into with the John Moxley and Jake Hager promos. Oh, they had this really cool. It was like this face by. It was basically it was Sean Spears and Cody. It was kind of like boxers, man. It was just the way he set up was just like the picture was like really really nice. But oh, I can't find it. But next up we had a a the promo package with 
John Moxley and and Jake Hager, and they actually got the guy to do the voiceover from. If you ever watch twenty four seven HBO Boxing, he does the voiceover for that, and that and that's the way they shot it, and that's the way they set it up with showing them training, getting ready, talking about the fight coming up. I really like the way they built this match. I was not interested in Jake Hager versus John Moxley, but these video promo packages and the way they set it up has made me interested in seeing these two, seeing these two go at it. You know what I'm talking about? You know yeah. I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? It's, I, I don't know. It's just that having Jake Hager face Jonathan Moxley is like, do I really want to see that for the championship? Or do I want to see him fight somebody the else? The shit is, I don't think it does Hager justice to lose right now. Yeah, he definitely Because of the MMA career thing and the fact that they did emphasize he's on a streak, I think next week they have to do it in a way that Hager doesn't lose. Or if he does lose, isn't like a DQ. Uh, I just beat the shit out of Moxley it's fashion. A, they, they, it's a no disqualifications empty arena match. No disqualification. No There's disqualification. no way fucking out of this then. There's John no Moxley. They just basically because showing, no no DQ. You can have literally the whole saying. inner circle come through. They're gonna put your ass. They're gonna put Moxley over as just like the. Then they at least their, gonna come out. Champion, yeah. They're gonna probably put Moxley or or just Chris Jericho. I mean, maybe the whole elite. Maybe maybe nah, Moxley. Maybe he just beats. I mean, Hager one. We still on have one. that blood in the guts, <coughs> looming in the distance. Whenever like, we come back, I so. like how they keep that plate spinning in the background because Jericho even said it when he was uh, in a when he released the hounds listen we were supposed to be at blood and guts supposed to be there coronavirus happened canceled that for us and everybody else who was but you know what but here's the thing though and if they're scheduled for July if they would have got to blood and guts there would have been no more AEW there would have went like they said. Jericho said this. He was like, "If we'd have got to blood and guts, we would have like just packed been it done. up. We yeah, just been done. All the storylines would have been wrapped, or at least semi wrapped yep. at that point. And that probably would have took the opportunity to get into those spots to record. So there's a there's good and bad. You know, we're gonna be there in July. We're gonna be there. This is this is the best time for AEW to like double down on what they've already been doing good, and. Completely smash WWE on this this fucked up time for them because uh, uh you know a couple matches on WrestleMania aside which has been the best no uh crowd product WWE has put out yeah there was only but a few matches that actually held the substance to be interesting for me two and a half two and a half matches two and a half matches I give it a good three. Cause I don't, I can't count. Well, can't count four. The, can't count the bone two nights. Can't count the matches. can't count the boneyard in the in the thing because that's a whether 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 the crowd there or not that's gonna be playing on the on the titantron. Yeah. So that's not that that, that crowd is none avoiding that. So that doesn't even matter. Yeah, but that match would have happened in front of a crowd. <laughs> we would have just heard, had it. Had it actually we, happened. We would have heard. <sighs> but yeah, AEW <laughs> just needs to double down on what they're doing right, which is. I think, and this is what they're doing, right? This video package, like I said, I did not really care for Jonathan Moxley versus versus Jacobin Hager. Jacobin. 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 That's the new one. Jacobin. Jacobin Hager. I didn't care about this, but the way they built these promo they actually put me onto the fact that this is dope. He was undefeated. Already had this amount of matches, Mm -hmm. which warranted him the number one contender. Because at first, the thing is with AEW. They project the direction they're going, mm-hmm. but they don't justify it through the rank immediately. 
So by the time they actually do pull the trigger on the match, mm-hmm. by then the number one contendership is justified. Yeah, yeah. So when the direction was already going, Hager Mox, Hager wasn't really in that bracket to really. They teased it. They teased yeah. it. And now like the, the build justifies. I see what you're yeah. saying. I see what you're saying. I, the same thing with Mox Jericho. He had to re-earn his number one contendership. I kind of don't have an issue with that. I kind of don't have an issue with that. I mean, I don't have a, a big... It's not a super huge issue, but sometimes when you wrap yourself in the storyline of it, mm-hmm. and then they remind you, hey, we have a ranking system, it could be like a shock to the system for the casual fan that's like, wait, hold up. But I've been only paying attention to this storyline development, but... I really haven't been paying attention to the win loss record, so you know, it's, it's one of those things that had the win loss record is looming in the back of your mind, and shit. That's Honestly, how, that's how it's supposed. I to forget them. I'm more conscious I mean, of they, the comments above people's names than the actual win loss record. Oh, I was gonna say yeah, they, they do show yeah because the because it's funny, especially with Hangman. It's hilarious. Yeah, you so, know what I'm saying? I'm more aware of that than I am of the win loss record for most people. I like the fact that they they well not everybody. It's Cody that really harps on the fact that the champion always gets the gold bracket. Like when you go when the champions come out, they get a gold bracket with their story. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's gold. Like Cody always uh, harps on how he wants that gold bracket. It makes it special. It it makes it does. does That's the thing. That's the thing. I feel like AEW's only had two heavyweight champions. In this history so far, I feel like if you're not, a and champion, it already feels kind of like deserve, a prestigious title. You don't deserve pyro or nothing. Make that reserve only for champions. They can only have pyros and fucking. You know what's interesting shit. about that? That makes sense. To those, are people, there, keep... those are people that I think that um that Cody kind of wants to put over because Cody's in charge of that. They did like they did like an interview about that, and he he's in charge of of pyro. Like he like gives people the pyro. So I think it's people that who he really sees like the fact that he has smoke pyro. He has lasers. He has he has, he has like the full package. Whole he has the dog. <laughs> he has the live animal. The <laughs> his intro is wicked. He, 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 he got Randy. He got Brandy. He got DDP. He got Arn Anderson. QT Marshall. Marshall. He got his brother. He got Drake. 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 Cut it out. <laughs> so next up, Yo, I, he, he coming out with more people than No Way Jose. Oh my gosh, I'm starting to At get. This point. I'm starting to get a little mixed feelings about this. Next up, we had the promo with Mister Brody Lee. Lee, I think it's Mister Brody. I, I kind of phased out a little bit in Brody's so part. He's kind of doing not, not intentional. He's kind of doing a little still more of the Vincisms. I, I mean, it's, I don't even think it's blatant Vincism. But it's like you gotta know, but to really know at this one, at this one, it is. But it's you. It can see it's leading somewhere. Like, it, it, like that's what I like about. It. Like, it's not. It just wasn't some just arbitrary sitting down. Like, like this is actually Wait, was leading this the one somewhere. that he pressed the, his dark order guys for not having masks or whatever. Not not wearing the suits. And for not calling him Mr. Brody. They're like Mr. Brody Lee. He said, No, Mr. Brody. Mr. McMahon. <laughs> it's just Mr. Brody. And then like they then after that he went into like an AEW like production truck or something like that. So it's like, oh, where is he? So it's this one is leading somewhere. I kinda want them I wanna get back. I want them to get into the dark order. Like, what the hell is a dark order? Like where's the exalted one? Yeah. Where's, where's evil Uno? Word. Where's, you know what I'm saying? Where's Stu? Where's Stu? Where's irritated? We thrust. have to give them the benefit of the doubt for this situation. For the situation, though. yeah. So Brody's probably since his debut the only one that really was 
readily available to do anything with this is, this is yeah that definitely might be the case but he came out and he had a squash match and he just looks he looks unstoppable that that fake sister Abigail discus clothesline he just and that big boot he just yo he that big boot it's a good it's a good homage to Bray I mean the thing is people complain oh my god these WWE guys come in and, but it's like what the hell do you expect? Like, where are they gonna pull their talent from? Where do you? Where does WWE get their talent from? That's what I'm saying. This is a. This where is do a you pull your talent from? This is a chain. That is like, like come on. Why, what did you sign these people that are available that can actually help you fill slots? Quick question: You think Rusev is gonna leave WWE? Because he yeah. they, they cut him out of everything. Yeah, and, and this probably is what without a doubt. I, I think he should. Probably, without I think doubt. he should. He's I think I think he left his anchor in there, and Lana just so he could soak up the big money. Honestly, it feels so like that just... that Lana Lashley storyline was a big fuck you to Rusev. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, Lana signed a five hundred thousand contract. I mean, who's to say that we don't know what the numbers are getting the AEW? Who's? I mean, they might not be getting that, but who's to, to be real? It ain't even. If it was me, it wouldn't even be about the number. I'll take a hundred and seven thousand to work one night, rather than the five hundred thousand for three hundred and sixty-seven days. And then think about three hundred and forty days. Your stock is days. going up. Your body's getting rest. You're able to do other things. More yeah. creative. You could own your merchandise. Own your merchandise. You know what I'm saying? Like they want you go work in New Japan. Strengthen that relationship with us. Go work in New Japan. Like there's, I think Rusev. Come on, Rusev. Come on over, brother. I mean, I'm not. I'm kind of cooled off on him. I, I really don't care where he goes, though. Who's Me either. Go to Impact, bro. Like here. Yeah. Ooh, no! Don't do that. Don't do Why that. Not? Don't do that. Why not? They're step, step close to Ring of Honor's. Numbers. I don't. Yeah. I, I'm. I, I, yo, honestly, I, 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 I don't. I don't think that. I what think has Impact think... done since Tessa won the championship? That anyone is talking about. I would so defend Impact if Tessa Blanchard didn't say what she said. <laughs> oh, 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 you thought Drake? You thought I forgot about that? Yeah, oh, I would yeah. never forget about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I would never forget about that. Yeah. She hasn't done shit. She hasn't even if she did, even if she did. None of them storylines are interesting enough for Dude, me to that hear. timing, the timing yeah, was you won the title of the weekend. Dick you That you got exposed. If that shit wouldn't have happened, I would have been, no, Tessa I mean, Blanchard. I mean, I mean, beat it. I mean, not only that, you killed your division over there. You killed it. I mean, Impact is was using... Uh, cinematic, you know, type wrestling <coughs> before WWE did the Boneyard stuff and everything. You well, know? Matt Hardy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that yeah. was no, about no, it. But the, yeah, but after Matt Hardy... They continued they, it. They continued it. Yeah, I mean, that should be the wave. I think... Yeah, that, that, I mean, I think, not they, the wave. They've been doing it for a couple of years. Triple H kind of hinted that this might... That might be like the I mean, new... nobody watched it, so nobody The new did. normal. That's new normal for WWE. Matter matter that fact, new normal for wrestling, though. Matter of fact, that's what we should watch. We should react to that. What? The Impact Cinematic Universe. Maybe okay. Which I would just only watch the broken part of it. Please, that's <laughs> it. So let's get into the main event. And as you talked talked to us earlier, they this along with the John Moxley and Jake Hager, they were like really hyping up the main event, which was Sean Spears and Cody, their history, how he became Great the chairman. Great packages for yeah, them. Really good. The night. And this was this was a good back and forth match. Yo, freaking. Sean Spears just tossed Cody through that table, yo. The way he just like, okay, going over, just toss him. <laughs> he just splattered through that table. It was crazy. This is a good back and forth match. I don't like how the crossroads are starting to get diminished. Cody hit two in a row. Sean Spears kicks out. He needs a new a new finisher. That's why he went for the figure four, and the first time in 
the history of me ever watching wrestling. This is at this point. This is I got about twenty two, twenty three years of like watching wrestling. I have never seen anybody lose a match to a figure four pin. Me either. I've never, never seen anybody life. keep their shoulders down and get pinned one two. Never three. in my life. Never. It was a shock. Like wait, why wow. just. Did that just happen? In the way it's just kind of like... It wasn't even a good shock. It was like a, really? In the way it's just like, yeah, it's kind of like... It it felt like a botch. I don't know how you could botch that. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a botch. It felt like it. Nobody ever loses to it. Nobody ever loses to it. It feels like it. (laughs) Yeah. And it it doesn't... I think it's kind of, in a way... It's it's, it's like nobody kicks out of the... It doesn't go well for Sean Spears either. it's, It's like nobody kicks out of the Falcon Arrow... But nobody gets pinned on a figure four. But the way I feel like he kind of did get protected by it, he just got hit with two crossroads. But I I don't know. And a part of me feels like, meh. And a part of me feels like, that was an interesting First finish. of all, crossroads oh, is an impact to knock you out. Putting you in a figure four is going to wake you right back the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> like, it didn't make sense. Painful, it didn't make sense. Yeah, it didn't make sense. And doesn't make Sean Spears look strong. You lost in a way that no one ever loses to. He's the first one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's probably somebody else in history that's lost like that, but... Modern day, yeah. Modern day history, no. Yeah, no I, I'm not going to lie to you. I would have preferred him just lose to the two crossroads because it was a good back. It's not like it, he looked weak in the match at all. He actually took more of the match, honestly, than Cody did. But yeah, but overall, what do you guys think of what do you, what do you what do you guys think of Dynamite? What did you what did you guys think about Dynamite? Wasn't that Dynamite? It was that. It was that. I mean, it's consistently good. It's I think been consistently. I think good. this was even at, with the even with the issue of the coronavirus at the arena, it's still been consistently good. I, I think this is the first ever, and I thought this was a good episode, but I think this is the first ever Dynamite that you actually could have missed. Nah, I don't think I don't feel that way. The Sheeta Britt Baker match was kind of career building. I feel for both of them, mm-hmm. which was worth watching. Um, you know what? That probably is the standout to me the whole night. The, that pack- was a good the match. packages was good, and yeah. the plates are still spinning. But yeah, that match I'll give it as far as AEW goes, match of the night and probably most impact for them. It was a this is a good th- you know three three out of five match. It was a th- three out of five. I, I'd give it a two and a half. You know I could see why NXT would have won the ratings. I don't honestly. Uh, I I I mean I guess because of the match they promoted. Yeah. Um, I mean NXT would have you know NXT had the had the better match with Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. But most of it you know they had a couple of oh they had the ladder match. Yeah, but let's be clear, ratings don't matter. No, as far no, as when matter. you're talking about competition between them, yeah, it numbers doesn't. can be inflated and lost oh, because definitely. of the ways people consume. The yeah, thing. the real thing, if you want to talk about ratings, the real number in that ratings is twenty six and four. Yeah, the the demographics. AEW's been winning every week yeah. for like twenty something weeks in a row. It's like yeah, it is like twenty six four since they started, and and WC, I mean the wow, and NXT yeah. only got four wins. Yeah, it's like yeah, it is like twenty six to four or something like that. It, it's yeah, AEW is definitely mopping the. That's why 
we kind of stopped doing the Wednesday Night Wars because in 2020, AEW has just been mopping the floor with yeah, NXT. Been they've they've been mopping the floor with everybody because WWE hasn't been much better. Yeah, people say, oh, yeah, like, guy like Now, Raw and SmackDown had his moments here and there. They were picking up before Corona, for sure. But I feel like, I feel like, I feel like AEW, they came out after people wasn't feeling that, is, that, that Dark Order the joint. Thing is, to me, WWE has so much freaking content that. I could pull out three, four segments out of a three-hour Raw and maybe one or two segments in a two-hour SmackDown, and they had a good week. See? That's low. <laughs> if you think about it. You know what that's it. called? Low standards. It is It is low standards because at it's this low point... low standards. They're a fucking cog. They're a machine. They yes, don't give is. a shit about pushing the culture of wrestling. They think they are the only culture of wrestling. Yeah. So your agenda's already and, there. And that's, the, and, and Anna, and that's working to their pushing, detriment. And that's working to their yeah, detriment with these, with these pushing, pushing the culture. Show. Yeah, with these empty Trying new things, bringing the tradition back while trying new things. Yeah. Bringing in new you know, people, bringing in old people. Bringing actually in giving respect people. to gimmicks and, it's and a, letting, letting wrestlers create it. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great past meets present like kind of thing yeah, because this it is takes elements it's of everything for sure my regardless of how good I feel AEW is right now it's still in my mind WCW 2020 just with improvements on WCW failings I always you, you know that always, that always makes me feel the, you know why that always rubs me the wrong because way you remember yeah. when WCW failed no because I think of Hogan and I think of all those missed opportunities and all that time he held that belt. Name you can you can name a couple, a cu- Sting, Goldberg, Luger, maybe. But what other matches did he have? Really? Oh, uh, what matches Hogan had? Yeah, like Sting, Goldberg. He was being carried because he was already old. Like it's just that's why he has so that, many members. That's why I always used to bat because I think about Jericho in that role and it's just like nah, Jericho. He he did the matches with the Darby Allens, the the Jungle Boys. He put over the younger guys. Hogan didn't get in the ring with guys yeah, to, to the Kidmans. I know, about, like I, Hogan specifically. I'm that's what about my, the, the company. But he was, but but he was a big production look presentation. Oh the oh the you know? oh, production. Look, oh that's definitely gonna the be the way the way they they that's definitely WCW. The way they market themselves, the way they push their product on people is WCW. Yeah, it definitely. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, absolutely. The thing is, they're so yeah. fucking. The thing is, AEW full of marks. Yep, they're marks of wrestling. They're wrestling. So they know that they're doing the same thing, but it's like different parodying. What they did, like what was done before. It's different enough. Everything's tongue in cheek to them. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 different enough, and it's still it's it's like it's today. Like I mean, it's, it's we have we have this podcast we made. It's history is repeating itself. Yeah, and a few months after we made that to this day, history is still repeating itself. The the floodgates are open. How many people have been signed from WWE yeah. in the past two, three months since we've done that? A couple. Yep. Brody, Matt, yep. Revival's coming. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, 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 forgive me. I'm so sorry. During the Wednesday Night Dynamite, I forgot the broken segment of the great one. Matt Hardy, he challenged 
the ass of a whore, Chris Jericho, to a match in the party compound. I wonder if Le Champion will accept with the circle that is internal to the Yo, compound. I, I had to think about that for when he said that. I'm like, wait, what did he call him? He said <laughs> the, the circle that's it. internal. The circle like, that is Yo, eternal. <laughs> Not Hardy. He's the whole of the ass. <laughs> the whole of the ass. But yeah, but yeah, I forgot about that during the review. Jericho yeah. was calling him. Dumbass kids. <laughs> Yo, Dumbass I don't think kiss. we gave enough props to Jericho on commentary. Yo, he was just crazy. Yo, Yo check, if I had a fork, I'd even cut a bitch. I, 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 I cut a bitch. I cut Yo. a bitch. <laughs> Yo, he's unafraid. Like this is the Jericho we've been needed in WWE. This like, is his goat run. He is unafraid. This is to his do goat anything run. He wants to do. Jericho has been on his goat run since that match with Kenny Omega at WrestleMania 12. Ever since he then, who, goat. Somebody put, put a goat, goat somebody run. Somebody put like a like a survey. What's the best like wrestling song in any era right now? And I put Judas. It is. Name one other wrestler that came out to his own music that he made while the fans who are supposed to hate him and do boo him sing him to the ring on every week. week. And one time while he it, it was on his boat. Word. Yeah, Facts. and one time it was on his own boat. Bro. Goat. Bro. Goat status. Go. He like I goat. think he kicked the door of what a goat in wrestling goat. is. Like, Yo, like he's he took it to a whole different like. When it's all said and done, I can honestly probably say he is the greatest of all time. Greatest of all time. Like I'll he be- doesn't have like the reign of a San Martino or a Hulk Hogan or a Cena. It's the way he did it. It's the but way he did the it. The accolades that he managed to bring up and facts the promotions that the way he came up in wrestling you know what Jericho should put definitely up, be on next spotlight a, he put a AEW on he needs to do a spotlight on the champion I mean of course the elite oh my god that shit will take hours I mean of course the elite there but Jericho when Jericho signed to AEW it was right that's when everybody was like oh shit yeah, that's when people started paying attention. Like, where Jericho was in? I mean, Jericho... Drake? I knew of New Japan, but Jericho helped, like, really introduce me to New I Japan. I am the... Honestly, I, exactly. I'd say, to be honest with you, the, 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 the groundwork, the, the foundation of this podcast is because of the Kenny Omega-Chris Jericho match. When I first seen New Japan... And I seen that style of wrestling, I was like, oh my God. I've been watching WWE all my life. I've been stuck Man. in the WWE, ECW. And I've been in the Western he, wrestling. He comes to work, he starts working, and he sees me on my lunch hour. This guy's watching freaking... Watching broken segments. Watching ultimate, he's watching the Ultimate Deletion. I'm just like, whoa, this isn't just a casual wrestling fan. <laughs> yeah. Like, nobody just... Nobody just the Ultimate the word. Deletion at work. <laughs> on a lunch break, like, this is somebody that <laughs> really likes wrestling. I was like... You know what? I think I was the one that was telling you to watch this shit too. I think you did. Put, yeah, you definitely did put me. My on boy, that. my boy Delonte. That but I was like, with. when he saw me watching, I was running back the entire saga. Oh, yeah, so just like I was just looking like, I'm looking like he's really like. Wow. I'm like, oh shit, this is, this is interesting. My boy Delonte. I wasn't watching Impact. I was just watching WWE. He was like, yo, you have to watch Matt Hardy. He's like, well, he's like, yo, he's he's just he's he's crazy now. You just gotta watch him. It's like. Man, the first time I watched, I was just like, 
What the fuck <laughs> is this? Is that this? was my first reaction it's, too. This like, is the worst I, you know thing people, I have ever seen. That initial reaction that we had, that's what people are going through now. Yeah. That are watching AEW that don't know shit about the broken universe. And then they will be unveiled to the broken brilliance. And one of that is Matt Hardy that covers his essence of Damascus. I still think he needs Jeff though. When he Brother Jeff, Nero, I don't think he does. No. No. I'm when honest. him and Jeff started tagging as broke the broken universe Hardys and then did the, the expedition of gold. I think it's Jeff. They made history. They did, but I think it's Jeff that oh, needs almost Matt. Every, no, I don't think Matt needs Matt. They had a a tag team well, match I always the even best back even back in TLC days, time. I thought that all they were that Matt was the, the brains of the operation. I always thought that. Yeah, I, I always gave Matt a look. I I wasn't one of those like, oh my god, Jeff Hardy's the best one. Like I always, no. like, I liked the Hardys. Yeah, I like the Hardys. Both of them. I like. I liked. I didn't really start paying attention to to Jeff until he I mean, that match with the Undertaker and, and I never, Raw. I never really seen a, him respect. I never really seen a good Jeff Hardy promo because he doesn't do good. He promos. doesn't talk except, good. He doesn't talk except good. when he's like um Itchweed or some shit. Not or not Willow. Itchweed. Not Willow. The when when he turned heel in TNA when he had that that Jeff Hardy championship belt yeah oh, I'd have watched that so that that's that I feel like that's the best Jeff Hardy because yeah, he I was allowed that. to be creative yeah. he was allowed to do what Matt is doing was doing in now, TNA like, yeah I think when people finally catch on to the broken brilliance they will finally understand you know what it's true though because Jeff was the first one to jump ship to TNA. And get all that creative freedom, and then Matt follows suit later down the line. Yeah. Matt, Matt just took it to one of the level. And then he had, I mean, he had Matt that, went, Matt had that little... weird braided hair Matt, and then he had money Matt. Yo, all these, Matt. all these diff yo these. I I I. I... You know he's you know he's the one that that started the kingdom, right? Were yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. With um, uh, well, the that. kingdom in the current state. I, no, they're done. They don't exist. They don't exist anymore. They broke up. They don't exist. Yeah, Matt, Vinny turned on. Um, I do not pay attention to Ring. Yeah, of I don't. Vinny no, no. Turn on. Uh, I was mean Matt they don't. Taven. I was mean they don't exist because Ring of Honor doesn't exist. Damn, that's foul. <laughs> I mean, we've been to. We've, we've been. To, <laughs> we've been burying Ring of Honor. Focus went to back to back final battles. Ring, I mean, Ring of Honor is good when but, it's good. But, but, but did you? Did we you, did. You, sure, yeah. sure. you know what? I'm a and another timeline you did. You know what? what, what That's when we saw all the Japan this... battle. Of the... No, no. Matter of fact, it wasn't the G1. final battles. It was it was Battle of the Worlds. World New of Japan, Worlds. Ring of Honor. That was it. We didn't do final battle twice in the year. Twice in a row. Mm. We did but that introduced me to like Jay White and all those people. So. Yeah. So, that being said, with that being said, yeah, we can you know do this all day. day. Yeah, because we talk about New Japan now. That's my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, because I mean, there's really nothing more really to say about AEW. They're doing their thing. Are they? Yeah, they got the tournament going on. Unfortunately, the world won't be back open, so double or nothing is is not going to happen. But I mean, we're gonna see. Actually, no, because the finals of the tournament was gonna happen at double or nothing, so we actually will not see. A uh, champion, or was I mean, it? or we will see just another I capacity. Mean, you never yeah. know; they probably planned this out too. 
Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see what, what AEW got cooking. But, you know, they, I mean, they, they're doing their thing, The thing man. is, they, the, the way they book in their story their storylines are, like, episodes, oh, like movies. We didn't talk like, about BTE. So, BTE, they're doing wrestling now in, at, the, at, the, at the BTE compound. And for the 200th episode, I think it's a two, I think it's a 200th episode that com- got coming up. Yeah. They're doing, like, a three-part episode, like... Each day. Each day, so... You know, I think we're going to see different people pop up on uh, on BTE wrestle. We might see storylines pop up, and they did they do a podcast. AEW has their own podcast called Unrestricted, and they were on there. And Matt was saying that BTE is kind of like an an AEW like alternate universe. It's like their characters turned up to like NC seventeen. So like I, he was saying, like it doesn't. That's why, yeah, like, they don't have. They weren't the con. That's why the continuity the, is not there. Like cable language restrictions or anything. They yeah, can, they, they say can do anything yeah. on their YouTube and just restrict it to adults. Yeah, but I mean, I <laughs> they have been connected to. They have been connecting it to Dynamite, and sometimes they don't. Like they go in and out with it, but yeah. I mean, the same thing could could could, could be said about Sammy Guevara's vlog too. But I like the way Sammy Guevara does his vlog. I haven't really watched his vlog. Oh, you his should. Vlog his vlog is, is fire. Just as funny. Nah, it really is. It's just as funny. I think his definitely connects because his goes like from the, in a match. Because, you know, he he, he pulled out joint up literally in the middle of a match. Like, yeah, his the way he weaves his stuff in there. I think that's the last with Darby time Darby Allen. You see, at the, at the convenience yeah. store? Yo, that convenience They ran down on Darby he, Allen in the convenience store? He told his friends to go, go, go fight. Um, <laughs> Darby Allen and Darby Allen gave him a coffin drop. Off the coffin fucking drop. Off the um, off the like, off the red, off the like the counter at a store. Oh my god, <laughs> like, I see that. Man. Yo, Sammy Guevara. The Walmart, the Walmart guys. Yo, the Walmart guys are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sammy Guevara's vlog yeah. is dope. Yeah, you should definitely check that out. You should definitely check that out. Go see that. Yeah, go see that. But with that being said. Let's uh, wrap this on up, man. AEW's been doing a thing in 2020, man. There's really nothing more to say about them, man. The be elite, the the elite. With that being said, I'm Mr. Richie Moon. And I'm Kayfabe AJ. And I'm Kayfabe Focus. Where can they find you at, gentlemen? At Kayfabe underscore AJ on Instagram. At Kayfabe underscore Focus on Instagram. You can find me at Mr. Richie Moon. You can find me at Kayfabe Avenue. We have a Facebook page. Join us there. We have a YouTube page. Like, share, and subscribe. You can find us on all major platforms. With that being said, we was uh, talking a little bit of the AEW. And Kenny, if you would do us the honors. And please take us home. And good night, bad!